Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us. They're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. The best kind of relationships, they're filled with love. Whatever you're fighting for, part of why we are doing this podcast is that we want to encourage you today to fight for love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Welcome back to the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey, it's great to have you guys back. This is episode 20, and we just want to take a moment just to thank you guys for listening, for leaving reviews, and for sharing this podcast with others. Definitely. We would not have this podcast. It wouldn't exist without you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Guys, we are so excited. 20 episodes. (laughs) I can't believe it, Don. It's unbelievable. 20 weeks, 20 episodes. Crazy. And thank you again. I know we already said that at the beginning of the podcast, but literally 20 episodes would not have happened without you guys. Man, we've had a great weekend. Um, Actually, this whole last week has been wonderful. The weather here has been incredible. It's been so fun, like a ton of fun. I know this last weekend, Travis and I, we love to disc golf or, you know, some people call it frisbee golf and we found a new course, one of our favorites, I think. Well, we should tell them the truth. We try to throw these (laughs) discs, these frisbees, but we're just learning. We've only been doing it for a couple of years and we want to get better. It's so much fun. It's really cool to be able to throw something as hard as you possibly can. And then you have to walk (laughs) to get it and you have to throw it again to try to get into this basket. Gets the aggression out. It's very (laughs) cool. But you know, it's kind of fun too, Don. Even this uh, last weekend too, we went to a wedding. Yes, we did. And so that was fun. Had a chance of fairly large wedding, incredible food, but overlooking this beautiful lake. It was an outdoor wedding. It was just fun to be with a lot of people and just, you know, relatives and see, you know, them bow their love to each other. Yeah, that was the best part. The couple that were committing their love and their lives. I know the weekend's not over yet. We still have, you know, church. We get to go to church this weekend and loving, you know, going into church every week. But then also we have a birthday party. Your dad turned 70. I know. So we get uh, to go to a birthday party, be a part of a birthday party. Party it up with a 70-year-old. It's going to be fun. Been, Been a fun week. Well, hey, guys, we wanted to kick off this week's episode with a story that broke the news. In fact, what we're kind of giving quotes from would be the Washington Post. It was an article that came out last uh, December. And the headline really is is just that uh, it says she's 105, he's 106. The world's oldest living couple celebrates 80 years of marriage. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. So we've been talking about making your marriage last. And here's a great example. I remember hearing this story, Don, when it came out just this last December. Uh, This couple, not only are they crazy awesome because they're 105 and 106 years old, but John and Charlotte Henderson, they got married on December 22nd, 1939, Mm. 80 (laughs) years of marriage. They've actually been together for 85 years, uh, but they've been married for 80. And it's kind of cool because they they, uh, honeymooned in San Antonio 
Uh, right after they got married in front of a, a pastor with only two other people at their wedding. And then they stayed in San Antonio and it was $7 a night for their hotel. Ma. That's a <laughs> long time ago. Wish you could have the same rates. It's crazy, <laughs> but they're still alive. They retired in 1972. She was a school teacher and he worked for an oil company. But here, here's again a quote from the Washington Post. It says, so after 80 years, do they still argue or have they figured it all out? No, they don't argue, John said. But if you're looking forward to your marriage becoming more peaceful in your late golden years, take note, John says. They never argued that much in the first place and have always made a point to settle things before Mm. bedtime. The other part that I love about their story, Don, is that they travel a ton. They're constantly traveling a ton. They give advice. They're like, hey, live modestly. Mm. But then they go and they travel. But then here's the crazy part. They go work out every single day at the local gym, like for real, 105 and 106 year old. If you and I or anybody out there listening uh, need inspiration or or to get rid of an excuse to get off the couch, oh my gosh, they are an incredible example. But you know what? I want to be like those. Me too. When we grow up, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We want to be like them. Uh, But we love that story. Again, hearing that last December, I was like, my jaw dropped. Mm. Why? Because that is making your marriage last 80 years of marriage. So in this episode and in the next, we want to focus on sustainability. Mm. We talked about it last week in episode 19. So what is sustainability? Let's recap. Well, the word sustained means maintained at length without interruption or weakening. The word sustain means to supply with sustenance, to nourish, to keep up, and to prolong. In other words, to make anything last, you've got to give it energy Mm, and you've got to feed it. You've got to feed it so that it has nourishment, but you've got to give it energy so it continues to have forward momentum. Sustainability means that you have the ability to endure, to last over the long haul without interruption, the ability to nourish your relationship, to keep it up and prolong it throughout your lifetime. So here's a a really important question, Don, and it's this. How are you doing with this in your marriage right now? How are we doing? Uh, How are those of you that are listening? How are you doing this as a couple in the world of growing your sustainability? Do you have what it takes to sustain, to last? Are we going to be, you know, people 80 years from there now, are they going to be talking about you as you and your spouse are spotlighted in the Washington Post? Are you nourishing your marriage and teaching it to endure for the long haul? I know those are really good questions. Something that we always have to step back and evaluate our own marriage. Like, are we what we're doing right now, is it sustainable? Um, Just very important questions, but you just have to stop and take the time to evaluate. So last week, we talked about how Paul the Apostle in the Bible writes, he in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Wow. That's a powerful passage. (laughs) We want that for our marriage and for yours. Last week, we specifically focused on, I have fought the good fight. So what does that mean for marriages? It's realizing that your marriage is under attack, so you fight back. Mm. Under attack, fight back. Yeah, we talked about how somebody broke into our house. Look out. We've got a plan, so fight back. Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Again, if you're going to take Paul's wise advice for Christian living and apply it to your marriage, and you have to be able to say, I have finished the race. 
So what does this mean in terms of your marriage? I need to take daily steps to keep my marriage healthy now, and I need to make it stronger for a lasting future. Yeah, that's exactly what it means, Don. It's just saying, look, I'm going to do something today daily to keep my marriage mm-hmm. healthy and to make it strong for a lasting future. It's it's committing to it right now, right. but tomorrow and the next day and the next day after that. Yep, just those daily steps. And I know marathon runners finish races. Why? Because they put down one foot after another. (laughs) There really isn't much of a science to it beyond that. It's a commitment that every single step that they take will take them to their final goal, the finish line. Mm. I know author John Grisham totally understands this, and this is actually really inspiring. When he was in high school, he had a dream of always, he wanted to become an author. He loved writing. And his teacher told him, you know what? He, she believed in him, but she's like, whatever you do, write about what you love and write every single day. Well, instead of becoming an author, he actually went to college to become a lawyer, but he always kept that dream in his heart to become an author. He quickly became a very successful lawyer and super busy, but he still had that dream of becoming an author. So he knew in order with his busy work schedule to fulfill this dream of becoming an author, he would have to get up at 5 a.m. every single day. And like his teacher said, write what you love and write every day. So he committed to working, to writing on one page, one page a day before heading (laughs) off to work. It's awesome. So it took him, John Grisham, three years to write A Time to Kill. And he finished it in 1987. And Don, that's that that one foot in front of the other. Yes. Daily. One page a day. Initially, it's interesting that book was actually rejected by many publishers. I think like 28 times, Yes, but eventually, eventually someone grabbed onto it and they bought it. Um, And this might have ended John Grisham's hobby, right? I think if we would have gotten rejected, we would have maybe, you know, decided to quit something. But however, after he wrote that book, he'd already begun his next book. And it was quickly turned into a hobby that is now a full-time career. There are now more than 300 million copies of John Grisham's books in print. That's amazing. But again, it was one page a day that got him to his goal of becoming an author. And just like marathon runners, one step in front of another to finish the marathon. So what does this look like for marriage? What daily steps traps do we need to take to make it to that mm. marital finish line? And I think that's a great question because I know you and I, Don, we talk about this all the time. This isn't just like a, a nice thing to say or a podcast for us. Like you and I are constantly stopping because we want our marriage. We want yeah. it to last for a lifetime. Right. And how exciting, how exciting yeah. that I don't have to wake up tomorrow and go, who was that that I just spent the night with and some strangers in my bed? Instead, I'm with my amazing, gorgeous wife, my best friend till the day that right. I die. And there are no worries in that. There are, are, there's just trust, trust that you have my back and you're there. And I would imagine that the couple we talked about earlier, I mean, oh my gosh, 105, 106 years old, what kind of trust (laughs) is there? I mean, 85 years of being together, 80 years of marriage. So inspiring. It's incredible. So guys, uh, again, this is episode 20. This is a milestone for us. We're so excited because you guys are listening and you're going out of your way to share it with your friends and your family and those that you love, those that you care about their marriages. 
But we want to give you some meat today. And for us, it's just these little steps. This isn't yeah. going to rock your world mm -hmm. or change everything overnight. But if you take some of these basic things that we're talking about and you add them to your daily life, boy, one foot after another, by the time you get to 80 years, it's going to make a difference. So we want to give you, go ahead, Donna. Again, it's just sustainability. What can we do today to make sure we cross yeah. that marital finish line? And there's times we feel like we have lots of energy, but can, how fast can you run? continually over and over again. Can you keep that same pace in marriage? But there's things that we need to do every single day that will definitely help us cross that marital finish line. Yeah, and it's really making your marriage last. Right. Sustainability. So we want to give you guys some some meat that we think is meat, little little nuggets. So examples of small daily marriage steps that can add up to a lot at the end of a year mm. or at the end of a lifetime. Some some things I'll give you a couple and then Don's going to give you some. The first couple that I can think of, Don, is being romantic and thoughtful. Yep. Just constantly living my day and going, how can I communicate my love to you? And what are some fun things that I can do? Some things that are just thoughtful, but are also romantic. In other words, express my love to you. And then the other thing that pops in my mind is acts of service. How can I serve you? What can I do? I know lately I've been cooking a little bit more and sometimes it gets a little bit burnt and or overcooked or undercooked, which is really gross. But um, but I feel so good because I'm like, wow, I am serving you. I am honoring you. I'm doing something that that one foot right in front of the other. Yep. And I know, I mean, you talk about being romantic and thoughtful. I know many times throughout my day, Travis, I'll get a text from you. And it just, you know, it says something very romantic or very thoughtful um, to me. And it just makes my whole day. But then the cooking, man, that's been incredible. <laughs> I know we're kind of on different schedules right now where you're home a little bit earlier than I am. Yeah. And so you um, have been picking up some of the cooking and I love that. I so appreciate it because I can come <laughs> through the door and we can eat right away and then we can go on our run. But I love that you're taking the time and just helping me out in the kitchen. I love that. And I'm, I'm your personal yeah, rookie, yes. rookie chef, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I know another example of a of daily steps that we can, you know, make sure that we can cross that finish line together is affection. Mm, and I think that's really so important. Good. Like Travis, when we sit on the couch, just when you um, reach over and you grab my hand, I, that just melts my heart. Or when you quickly give me a kiss on the cheek or you come up behind me and you wrap your arms around me in I the kitchen. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that. It's just those little steps, those little you know, uh, the affection just means so much to me. But then also words of affirmation. I know we had a, you know, a podcast called Verbalosity, and that's just being generous with our words. Mm. Words are free. And all you have to do is just open up your mouth. If you're thinking a positive that, thought, right? just speak it. Yeah. Make sure you're saying those words. Encourage each other, but just affirm each other every single day. Yeah, and I, I just want to add to that, Don. Uh, verbalosity, it's one of our earlier episodes. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. But what what is it? We, we created a word. Yeah. It's the word verbose, which means to talk a lot, and generosity. So we created a word called verbalosity. And it's just like saying, hey, be generous with your words. I don't think there's an English word that has the definition of generous with your right. words or generosity with your words. And so uh, that's just one of my favorite things, like verbalosity. Just open your mouth. It's free. It doesn't cost you a thing. The next thing, Don, that, that I think you and I would just loudly recommend, one of my favorites, quality time yeah. together. Right. Just spending time together. We're not talking about 
you know, cleaning the house, doing projects, hobbies, mm-hmm. you know, that are, she likes doing this. He goes off and does that by himself right. or even work related, sitting next to each other on the couch with your laptops, doing work, you know, off the clock, but working on, you know, emails or whatever. We're not talking about that. We're talking about quality time together, new experiences right. that really explode romance and and bond your yeah. hearts uh, together. And so a part of that quality time together daily would be just literally having a time throughout your day to just catch up on the day mm. with no interruptions. Yeah. That's just, quality time. Just looking in each other's right. eyes and being on the same page and catching up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a great one. Another one that I think is really important would be laughing together. This is huge. Just we need to do this. Don't Have take to. life too seriously. Don't take each other too seriously or yourself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Man, just laugh. Make fun of yourself. Uh, be uh, selfie-facing, they call yeah. it. And, um, you know, just just have fun together and tickle each other and goof off. And Life be crazy. is just funny, though. There's things every day to laugh at. People, uh, circumstances, just things that happen throughout your day that are just hilarious. And I know one thing we like to do, sometimes we'll be in a store or we'll be somewhere and there's not a law or a rule against it, but we'll just do something funny yeah. that kind of breaks the social rules and it helps us laugh. Yeah, but even when you, we drive through a, a drive through, sometimes you'll you know, say, Hey, you want to order 50 hamburgers and you just want to hear the response of the, the lady, you know, and the drive through. And then you just burst out laughing. You're like, I'm just kidding. I know. But it's just fun just, to goof off. It right? is. Absolutely. It is. It's great. I know the last thing is just becoming more like Jesus. And this is a big one. Make sure that you're embracing the cross so your spouse isn't att- tempted to nail you to it. Right. Right. We want to make sure just do whatever we can to be like Jesus. You're doing your spouse a favor when you become more like Christ. And what does that mean? That means just honestly in just your reactions, in your words, in your the way that you spend your time, you, you know, being generous. That's such a good one too, Don. I, I think it's really important to stop looking at our spouse and nitpicking or, you know, even Jesus said, don't look at the, the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye when you have a big old timber, <laughs> like a log yeah, in your yeah. own eye. And that's what you're really talking about, yeah. Don. And just that idea of becoming more like Jesus. It's just every day. That's that one step mm-hmm. in front of the other is just looking at ourselves and going, how can I be a better person today, a better Travis or a better Don or whoever. And and then really saying, how can I be a better spouse? Right, so it's right. looking at yourself over and over and over again. And I know just a part of that, Travis, becoming more like Jesus, every morning before we head to work, we pray together. And sometimes, you know, it's a five minute prayer, sometimes it's more, but we just really want to just commit our day to him, but then also just spend that time together. And I feel like just making sure that we're having that quality time uh, with Jesus is helping us to become more like Jesus. It's so good. And here's the thing. This is not a comprehensive list. We right. just wanted to give all of you that are listening things that we're doing, but yep. also you probably have a million things you could add to this list. Whatever you choose to do, just do it. Yes. Put one foot in front of the other. And Don, I would say one of the best things anyone can do is to answer the question, what can I do daily to help make my marriage grow healthy both now right. and for the future? Again, it's, it's that daily step. It's that one page a day like John Grisham wrote. It's that, that one step in front of others so a marathon runner can finish the marathon. Yeah, and it's less about putting the pressure on your spouse. Right. 
It's actually removing that and putting it on yourself. Remember, runners who cross the finish line, they earn the right to know they've finished the race. Mm -hmm. They've accomplished something of value. So when you stick with your spouse over your lifetime, you are saying that you value them. You value your marriage and the legacy and the example of love that you will leave for your family to follow. Again, going back to 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I love that. That is the best verse for marriage. Again, taking those small daily steps now to help your marriage be healthy for the future creates sustainability. I know, Travis, we have committed to crossing that finish line for our marriage, haven't we? Definitely. We believe that you guys can do the same thing. Some days it might feel like you're running uphill. Some days you might be running downhill. (laughs) Some days you might feel like you're running on just this thick sand. But again, you guys, it's one foot in front of the other. And we believe that you can do it. Yeah, you guys got this. This is so, so good. And then as you get further into your marriage, life gets richer and richer and more fuller, more fulfilling, I would say. We just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. You guys got this. You can do it. Keep loving the fight. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.